welcome to the super sub super episodes that's right it's the super bowl special of sports bar talk it's also called episode number 34 for you for all you guys keeping the official tally at home this episode will be a little different than some of the other ones we are strictly doing Super Bowl. So if you came here today on this episode expecting some golf talk, I do, and me talking about the controversy of Patrick Reed. If you wanted me to comment on the Lakers or potentially what's going on with the baseball season, we will get to that at a later date. Well, maybe not the Patrick Reed controversy, but we will. Today is strictly the NFL. And the Super Bowl. This is Sports Bar Talk. And we got the best seat in the house. And we might even have the best seat for the game on Sunday night, potentially. So, here's the rundown of how the show's going to go. I'm going to set up the game as I would for every other game. I'm going to give you the teams, the lines, the over-under. Basically... That then we'll break down the game like we normally do. Um, go through position groups and whatnot. Um, I and then I do want to do something cool. So the Super Bowl is also it's not only big because it's like the biggest sporting event in America, and quite frankly, I think we should declare an a, the day after a national holiday. I know one thing: if I ever was president, and that'll probably never happen in my lifetime. One of my first executive actions, or at least up there on the priority list, would be make the day after the Super Bowl a national holiday. Um, because it's a celebration. It's a celebration of our great sport. Uh, America's number one sport. But anyway, but one thing along with that, prop bets. And some of you guys probably know what I'm talking about um, with props and whatnot, you know, like, they're individual stuff, like will Mahomes throw for over 400 yards or under, and there's some cheesy props as well, too, that are very cool, like not related to the game. We're going to go over those in a little bit. Then I'll set, I might set it up a little more about the game, might go over props, some more props, whatnot. Then we're going to get to that food of the week I was teasing last week. Can't wait to talk about it. We're going to get to the food of the week, and then I'm going to give you my pick, and then the show show ends. Right now, I will tell you the Super Bowl menu at my place right now, tentatively as of Friday. Um, Rotel queso dip. Rotel queso with with Rotel in it with some Velveeta cheese. Delicious. Looks like we're going to be ordering Tommy's Pizza. We might go LaBelle at the last minute. We're not sure yet, but I'm in favor of Tommy's. Can't beat a good Tommy's pizza. And then the mystery food, that'll be the food of the week. So, and we might have more. I don't know. Um, But let's dig into it, shall we? Super Bowl LV. Which is also 55, I believe. The defending Super Bowl champion, 
who have come out of the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs, led by Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill, will take on Brady, Gronk, Evans, Godwin, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. History for the Buccaneers. They're going to be the first team to play the Super, a Super Bowl in their home stadium. And quite frankly, I think the, the NFL is making a dumb decision here. The NFL, I guess, is committed to making the Super Bowl as much as a neutral side game as possible. So they're not even going to let the Buccaneers fire off their camera. If you're playing the if the team that's playing the Super Bowl in their home stadium is playing in their home stadium, they should have every right to put every element of their game into of their home game experience into it. Make it tough for the opposing team. For Christ's sake, the Chiefs won the game last year. They should you gotta you should give the Bucks at least one advantage, although it is Tom Brady. It is Tom Brady. Alright, enough of my rant there. The the lines right now, the Chiefs are a free point favorites. The over under fifty six on the dot. These are odds, of course, DraftKings Sportsbook. I don't promote gambling or bet in any way, but just to give us a feel, could be a close game. It's gonna be a shootout. You probably you probably could have guessed the over under already. It was gonna be in the high fifties, and here we have it at fifty six. Wow. What a season this has been in the NFL. And you know, the at the beginning of the season, my Super Bowl pick was Chiefs over Buccaneers. So we have a chance. I can get my first ever preseason Super Bowl prediction right here. We got the game right. We got the game right. Um, and you know, even when the Bucks were kind of struggling there in the regular season, you know, when Tom Brady's used to that. When he was, and a lot of people were making the excuse, new team, whatnot, new offense. Brady's done it before. I don't know why they were giving him the excuse. Two years ago, you know, New England. Had a bad September and October and November. They turned it on late. They did struggle a little bit last two years ago more. But they were able to win. They they win when they... Teams that have Tom Brady on them, they win when, they, when it matters. And that's what matters the most. Brady knows how to win in November, December, and especially January. And, you know, it's very... Inter I, I'm not surprised the Bucks are here, quite frankly. I thought if there was a... Out of the wild card teams, they'd have the best shot. And they had to go through one of the tougher playoff schedules in terms of like now I know no fans and whatnot, but they had they had to go on the road for every game. And so that was probably diff that's always difficult when you gotta do the traveling and you know, some of those Florida guys. Like they had probably the easiest one for them was that New Orleans game in terms of weather and whatnot, even though the Superdome sounded packed even with a limited capacity. But this is an interesting game. I mean, these two teams, of course, play in Week 12. Kansas City won that meeting. Um, I think, and Tom Brady has said in his, pre in his press conferences this week, you know, we definitely learned a lot from that game, and I think they're, um, they're going to be drawing up different kind of play styles to run, of course. You know, you got Byron Leftwich there. Bruce Arians is a great coaching mind. By the way, Several Central Pennsylvania ties, actually State of Pennsylvania ties in this game. Not just on the Bucks, but on the Chiefs, I think, as well. You know, you got Bruce Arians, 
York, Pennsylvania, York High School grad. You have, of course, LaShawn McCoy on the Chiefs. He went to Bishop McDevitt. They're constantly sending players to Division I schools. Great football program. Uh, he went to Pitt, by the way, for college. So there's the Pennsylvania tie. A lot of Penn State alums on the uh, Bucks side. Godwin, Stefan Wisniewski. So there's a lot of Central Penn. There's a lot of Pennsylvania ties in this game. And I believe also one of the assistants on the Chiefs grew up in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. So for the Pittsburgh folk, you got that going for you. But the Bucks, you know, they have the weapons. They've got Brady. They have some. They have a. Their running game, I think, is constantly getting stronger with Leonard Fournette and Rojo, aka Ronald Jones. Uh, you have Evans, who's a good deep threat. Godwin, he's like the. He's like in the Julian Edelman role. He will catch the mid routes and the slants. If Brady needs five yards, he'll probably go to him. Gronk, you know, he's always reliable to Tom, especially in the red zone. Um. Scotty Miller, he he'll probably have he'll probably he might make he might have one or two catches this game, but the two but those two catches could easily be the most important catches in the whole football game for Tampa Bay. That's how much he that he means to them. Like when they he caught that touch that touchdown on basically that hail mary against Green Bay, that probably was the biggest play in that football game for Tampa Bay's offense to give them a chance to win the game because that gave them the eight point cushion. And who knows, if that play doesn't happen, maybe LaFleur decides to go for it on fourth and goal from the four instead of take the points, which we still think is a bad decision here at Sports Bar Talk. You, when you have Aaron Rodgers and you're at the five-yard line and it's fourth and short and you're in the NFC Championship game, you go for it. You just got to go for it. Um, And then defensive side of the ball, you know, their defense, I have some questions about, but they have a good pass rush. You know, Vita Vey is coming back. They have Indomitian Sue, the, Nebra- the Nebraska grad. Um, they have they have some all right corners. You know they have Levante David. They have Sean Murphy Bunting, and then linebacker they have Shaq Barrett. He's kind he's he's been all right. Defense is gonna have to force Kansas City to get you. The key for Tampa's defense to limit Kansas City is. You gotta hold them to either punts. If you you can't hold them the punts, you gotta hold them the field goals. That's the only way I your defense gives you a chance. And pretend you you don't necessarily need turnovers. You need to you need to be able to just get off, get your defense off the field. It's gonna be t- they were able to get good pressure on Rodgers. They're able to get pressure, but the difference with Rodgers and Mahomes is Mahomes is more mobile. Now on the Kansas City side of the ball. Do I need to introduce the offense? They're high-powered. They're explosive. And quite frankly, we're looking at a Golden State Warriors type of dynasty run. I could see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl for the next five years, quite frankly. As long as nothing bad happens or catastrophic. Mahomes is the best quarterback in football right now. And he could potentially be in the GOAT conversation about maybe five to ten years from now. And And then his wide receivers... Kelsey, the best tight end in football. He proved that this year once and for all, especially with Kittle being out. I believe Kelsey might be the best tight end in football. He can do anything. He can block. He can run He can run the short routes. He can run the intermediate routes. He's good in the red zone. He'll even run the ball maybe. He can even throw it. 
You know, the Chiefs attempted the Philly special in the Week 10 game. Kelsey threw it. It got tipped at the line. It would have gone to Mahomes for a touchdown. So Kelsey can very much do every, any everything and anything. And then you have Tyree Kill, who had like 200 yards receiving in the first quarter of the game they played back in Week 12. He is, by far in my opinion, the fastest wide receiver in the league. He, you never know what he's going to do when he gets to the end zone. He did a backflip against these guys. He backflipped into the end zone. He, he could burst past a defender. He, I would love to see Hill and Usain Bolt run a 100-yard dash or 100-meter run like they do in the Olympics. I'd love to see it. And I think Tyreek Hill tried out for the Olympics back in college. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I think he did because I think he was a track star too. Um, but he's just... And when he can also catch the short routes, you know, he caught the fourth and five play from Henny um, in the divisional round. He's He even caught a fourth and five play against the Dolphins, and he caught a third and five short out route against the Bucks in week 12. So, you got to double somebody on the, the Chiefs if you're the Bucks defense. Also, you got Sammy Watkins. We'll see if he comes back from his injury. I know he missed. The AFC Championship game. You have McCole Hardman, who's their punt returner. He occasionally gets loose for a big gain. And here's a name no one's really talking about. Byron Pringle. Some of you may have never heard of him. But he has the potential for a big game here. And why? He grew up in Tampa Bay. He, I believe, as the story goes... And let me verify this. Grew up a Bucks fan. So, believe me, this game is going to mean a lot to him. He's playing in his hometown for the Super Bowl. Whether or not he's going to have family there, uh, who knows. But, it's he's playing. He could have a big game. He might have a little extra motivation. There's questions if, now Demarcus Robinson, will he be back? There was a funny story. I don't know if you were watching NFL Network or Adam Schefter's Twitter feed. Chiefs had a somewhat of a COVID scare. The team Barber was giving the players new fresh cuts and fresh fades. And I guess he had cut Demarcus Robinson's hair. But then he was cutting in the middle, mid-cut of one of the center's hair. And let me let me verify the center's name real quick. We'll get to the prop bets in a second. And it was Daniel Kilgore was the center. And the guy was mid-cut on Kilgore's haircut. And they had to pull him out because he tested positive. And there was a... F- someone, someone was quick to Photoshop because they got Kilgore's team picture and they... Cut one side of his hair off, and Kilgore made that his profile picture on Twitter. But, excellent situational awareness with Kilgore here. They took the barber away. Everyone left. They did deep clean. But since Kilgore was already going to be deemed a high-risk close contact to this barber anyway, some tremendous situational awareness... Kilgore said, ah, I'm here anyway. I'm already a high-risk close contact. Let's just finish the haircut. 
and they everyone it's tremendous you know you're already you might as well get it finished i mean it's not like it's like when i uh oh how would i how would i say this how would i make a funny analogy out of this it's like when I'm trying to buy my PS5. And I buy it. And they only give me half of the console. This, this is a bad analogy. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, if I find something funny for that. I don't want to spend too much time thinking about a funny analogy, guys. I'm, I might bore you guys. It's... It's like if I'm doing, I don't know, this is, this is a dumb, this podcast quickly went from my best episode yet to the worst episode yet, because I'm taking a while trying to figure out a funny analogy about Daniel Kilmer. I got one. It's, it's like if you're going to cheat on a test, and your buddy gives you only like four of the answers, and you're like, wait, 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 you're giving me four, just give me the whole test. <laughs> that's the closest analogy I could come up with. A lot of thinking went on there. So that was the funny story. Again, we will do more on the game, on the, the pick will be in a second. By the way, CBS has the game this year. Jim Nance, Tony Romo on the call. It's Nance's sixth Super Bowl, Romo's second. You have Tracy Wolfson and Evan Washburn on the sidelines. Jay Feely will be the special teams analyst, so he'll analyze the kicks. You know, if there's a missed kick, he'll look at it closely. He'll go in slow-mo. He'll analyze what the kicker did wrong, maybe the wind and whatnot. It'll be it's basically be the meteorologist, too. And then you have the rules analyst, Gene Steratore. I do know there's like a going to be thunderstorms and rain. Wouldn't it be the most... I'll still say 2020. The most 2020 thing ever if this game gets delayed because of lightning. I mean, we've not, we've seen delays before in the Super Bowl. The blackout in New Orleans. So we'll see. And then, so the action gets started at 1, 2 o'clock with the Super Bowl today. You have the kickoff show at 6. National Anthem will be performed by Jasmine Sullivan and country music star Eric Church. America the Beautiful will be performed by her. ATO with periods in between the letters. Don't know who that is. Amanda Gorman. Remember her? She had a terrific poem at the inauguration. She will be reciting a poem. And then you have kickoff, 640. The halftime show will be performed by Canadian music superstar, The Weeknd. You've probably heard their music, heard his music a lot during the, uh, Commercials, if you watch NFL games, sings the song "Ooh, I'm Blinded by the Light." So then you'll have the post. Then you'll have that second half, and then Jim Nance will do the uh, trophy presentation, probably on the field. All right, real quick, let's go over some of these tremendous prop bets. Some of these pet prop bets are so you've probably heard of some of these prop bets. There's the coin toss outcome. What will the coin toss be? Will it be heads or tails? Who will win the coin toss? Which team will win it? Will the play... There, here's a cool one. 
will the player say they want to, who wins the coin toss, say they want to kick the ball? Or defer, as they say. That is a good coin toss. There's a prop bet out there. What will the first offensive play be in the game? A pass or a run? And there's also one for the second half, too. There are trick play prop bets. Will there be a flea flicker attempted? Total players to attempt the pass in the game. Will there be total players to complete a pass? Total players to throw a touchdown pass. So that's a prop bet there. There are fat man touchdown prop bets. Will any offensive lineman score a touchdown? A la William the Frigerator Perry. Any O-line or D-lineman to score a touchdown. So that's kind of the same thing. First drive. Will the Chiefs get a first down? What will the result of the first Chiefs offensive drive be? Will it be a punt, a field goal attempt, a touchdown? Will it be a turnover? Will they get a safety? And they also have the same for Tampa's first offensive drive as well as the first down prop. There are also doink prop bets. Will any field goal or extra point hit the uprights or the crossbar? That is another prop bet. That is tremendous. Will any kick or punt be returned for a touchdown? That could very well happen if Tyree Tyree kills back there or even McCall Herman. Will any team successfully recover an onside kick? It's tough to get onside kicks in the league now. Will the opening kickoff be returned for a touchdown? Or will the opening kickoff result in a touchback? There are also jersey number props. The jersey number of the first touchdown score. The over-under is a 24.5. Now, there are other cool props as well. Like, I don't know if DraftKings offers this one or not, but some books will offer, you know, they'll they'll say what will be the total time be of the national anthem, and they'll give, like, an over-under of a time, like two and a half minutes maybe. And people do their research on that. They might go look at past national anthems from Super Bowls. They'll look up to see if maybe the artist who's performing the Super Bowl has done a national anthem before, and they'll see how long that was. Apparently, there's also some research in this coin toss bet I just mentioned. Apparently, the coin is like 10 pounds. The Super Bowl coin is like 10 pounds heavier than a normal NFL coin for a regular NFL game. And so... Whatever the coin is when facing down when the uh, ref tosses it, might be better odds it's going to be heads per se than tails. But what do they say? Tails never fails. Um, there's also some, uh, some books also offer some other cool game props to tie in with other sports. Like, for example, would Pat Mahomes, what, what will happen more? More passes complete by Brady or more shots on goal by, like, a Sidney Crosby or somebody. That's, like, nice combinations, per se. Or what will happen more? Who will have more? 
Tom Brady on pass attempts or maybe Steph Curry shooting with free pointers. Those are some of the stuff that... So, Super Bowl's a great time for prop bets. And there's also squares competitions where I don't know exactly how they work, but I think you pick a score and you read for it. And if your score hits, like, you have a drawing for, like, a big win or something. I don't know, or a big prize. I don't know what that is per se. I, I never really heard of squares until this year. Um, so, yeah, those are the prop bets. Let's dive in to the food of the week. And I mentioned this last week. I have been saving this food since we started Sports Bar Talk back in June. I was ready to talk about this food. I wanted to do this week one, but I decided I'll save it for football season. And I believe the time is right for this food. Ladies and gentlemen, we haven't done a drum roll for a food of the week in a while. So let's do it for this one, because this one, this is like the godfather of foods. Drum roll for the food of the week! If you had chicken wings, if you bet on chicken wings to be the food of the week this week, go cast your ticket! Because the food of the week for Super Bowl week is chicken wings. Chicken wings also happen to be my favorite food. Now, you can get them plain. You can get them tossed in different flavors, like garlic parm, which is my favorite flavor. Honey barbecue. Hot sriracha. You can get them mild, hot, spicy. Super spicy, where they make you sign a waiver at some restaurants. Honey mustard. Teriyaki. I, I have become a sucker for teriyaki wings here in the past couple months, by the way. Um, you can get them in so many flavors. Some places have blueberry wings, which taste amazing. It's raspberry chipotle, cheddar bacon. Some restaurants I love to get chicken wings at. We'll start with some chains. Okay, we have... Buffalo Wild Wings, obviously. That's a great place to catch a game when there's no COVID around. Quaker Steak and Lube. I believe I've mentioned this place before. Love their wings. I love their parm pepper and their boom boom. And you get some fries with beer cheese. By the way, my go-to at Buffalo Wild Wings is the garlic parm. And I'll also I'll sometimes get the teriyaki. And I also like, they just added this lemon pepper. So the lemon pepper sauce is very good there as well. Not the lemon pepper dry rub, but lemon pepper sauce. Tremendous. And the orange chicken flavored. The orange flavored too. It's just like if you go to a Chinese restaurant and get orange chicken. They just added that. It's amazing. I also love the garlic parm wings from Aruga's. That is a chain in like central PA, but they're, they've expanded to like Binghamton, New York, and Florida as well. There might even be one in Connecticut. I also like, in terms of chains... And wings, Permani Brothers. Not only do they have good sandwiches, which I've talked about, they also have some pretty good chicken wings. Love their garlic parm. Terrific, terrific chicken wing. Meaty, you know, the meat falls off the bones. It's amazing. But I'm a boneless wing guy. And there's the debate right now going around, is a boneless wing a chicken nugget? And I don't believe so. Chicken nuggets are more type 
They're skinnier. You know, if you go to McDonald's and get a McNugget, they're flatter, almost. If you go to get boneless wings somewhere, they're a little more chunkier, maybe a little more crispy. Um, So, yeah. A boneless wing is not a chicken nugget, and a chicken nugget is not a boneless wing. Now, popcorn chicken, you could make the case that could be a smaller version of a boneless wing, but chicken nuggets are not boneless wings. Okay, some non-chains I like to get chicken wings from. For my birthday every year, after we go, after me and my good friend Cheese, we go play mini-golf at Old Scotland Yard there, just outside of Shippensburg, PA. We head down the jolly old Chambersburg, and we get some chicken wings from the Norland Pub. They've got some a really good garlic parm flavor. My good friend, well, his real name's Steve, but Cheese... We call him. He loves himself some honey barbecue. Claims they're the best wings ever. I have to agree with him. They also have... Oh, what's the name of the special flavor called? Goldmine. It's like a spicy mayo, garlic type of thing. They got It's really good. Goldmine. They also have very good nachos, too, which we always have to get for the appetizer. Just figured, that's a side note. Get the nachos when you get a Norland Pub as your appetizer. I also love the wings from, let's see, the blue-gray. You know, I don't get their garlic parm flavor there because even though even though the garlic parm flavor there is really good, it's too rich, and I tend to throw up after it. Um, so hopefully I didn't ruin your appetite there. So their garlic parm wings are good, but I don't. They I wish they'd bring back the cheddar bacon flavored. That was my favorite flavor they had. Nowadays, I normally get the uh, apple barbecue. Um... At Blue Gray. Let's see. Where else do I like chicken wings from that isn't a chain? Owls of Hampton. I mentioned them last week as our food of the week. They have some very good wings. Um, in addition to the garlic parm tater tots and the big pretzels. Um, love their wings. Let's see. There's more, obviously. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Rachel's Roadhouse in near my college in Mercer, Pennsylvania. Very good garlic parm chicken wings. Delicioso. You 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 got you gotta love chicken wings. Honestly, Tommy's Pizza has some good chicken wings too. Basically, if you go to a pizza place, they're gonna have wings. If they have garlic parm, I have to get them. Tremendous chicken wings. Also, up near in State College, PA, where my dad grew up. The home delivery restaurant just outside of Hills Plaza. There's also one in Belfont, but I think they changed the name of that to Robin Hood. They have some pretty good chicken wings, too. But they also have some pretty good crispy panko breaded shrimp. And they have different varieties of popcorns, which is delicioso. So, chicken wings are my favorite food. A boneless wing is not a chicken nugget. If you go get chicken wings, go get them from a good place. A good place. Yeah. And by the way, I think it's interesting. Back in like the 90s or the 2000s, pizza was the big food for Super Bowl Sunday. Now, people still get pizza like we are. But in most polls I've seen, wings are becoming superior. And I've read a fact like over, like maybe in 2013... From CNN Student News. Over like 4 million pounds of wings will be consumed on Sunday night. 
tremendous. All right. But now we wrapped up the food of the week. We've given some of the cool prop bets that people can bet on or just fun for enjoyment. Because if you watch the National Anthem, just know someone might have money on the National Anthem being over two and a half minutes. We broke down the game. And now is definitely the moment you all have been waiting for. By prediction. Whew. I, I, I've, I've broken this game down. I've watched the last, the all the other previous Brady versus Mahomes games when Brady was in New England. I've studied the film on both teams. I've gone back. I've rewatched the playoff games. I watched their matchup in Week Twelve. I've analyzed trends and whatnot within the teams. How do you stop Patrick Mahomes? It's tough. How do you stop that? They could. They the Chiefs. They gave up seventeen points in like the first quarter. The Buccaneers did. But like I said when we were talking about the NFC Championship game. If there is a team that'll be able to dethrone the champions in their home stadium, I might add, it would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For the Bucks to have a chance in this game, that offense is going to have to put up at least 30 points. Can they do it? I think they can. They're, that offense is more than capable. But their defense has to get stops. But in the end, I think Mahomes, Chelsea, Hill, Watkins, even with potentially two of their best alignment out for the game, Mahomes is still elusive. I think the Chiefs will make more big plays in the game. It'll be a shootout. I think it'll has the potential to be the highest scoring Super Bowl in hit Super Bowl history. I like the Chiefs. I like them the cover. And in my opinion, the Kansas City Chiefs come Sunday night will hoist the Lombardi for the second year in a row and become the f- first team to do it since the Patriots in 0304. Actually, I believe it's only happened one time, and that was the Patriots. So Brady is literally trying to preserve his own record. But I like the Chiefs. Let me know in the reviews what your pick is. Hey, enjoy the game. We made it through a whole football season. Didn't think it was going to happen. We, I sat there in August. I was like, I don't know if we're going to have NFL football. But we made it. Every game was played. Yes, games had to be moved, but no games were canceled. They didn't have to use the special Week 18 and whatnot. So this will be a celebration mainly on Sunday night. Really all weekend. It's a celebration of our great game, football, and the celebration of how we got through a season. As I leave you, stay safe. Wear a mask. Enjoy the game. And this is Sports Bar Talk, where we got the best seat in the house. Go Chiefs!